Welcome to My Creative Corner 3, a podcast about quilting, crafting, creativity, and life in a northern town. You'll find show notes at mycreativecorner3.wordpress.com. You can leave a comment. You can sign up for my patron site. You can purchase a virtual cup of coffee or even sign up for the newsletter. Come back weekly and we'll chat. My name is Vicki and welcome to the podcast. February 21st, 2020. Wow. Three weeks of February have flown by and it feels like a runaway freight train already. So since I talked to you last week, I published Zen and the Art of Creativity, a premium podcast, and I've got some wonderful feedback from the people who have bought it. You can buy it on my Etsy shop, My Creative Corner 3, it's all one word, or you can go to my blog, mycreativecorner3.wordpress.com, and you can see a buy now button at the top right hand side of the page. You know, I really enjoyed making that podcast. It is $8 and it's an hour and a half podcast plus a downloadable 10 minute audio podcast as well as a um, handout. So there's a lot of work that went into making that, a lot of research. Um, So I just encourage you if you are looking for the Zen in your creativity and having calmer, more stress-free days, maybe this would be the podcast for you. Okay, so what I did over the last week is I finished putting together the Triangle Improv Sew Along, and um, that was Nicholas Ball hosted that on Instagram, and I love mine. Mine turned out to be a table runner size, so it's a little bit more rectangular left to right, which is perfect. I used grays, blacks, whites, oranges, and gold. And I really like how it turned out. And I'm thinking, you know, you could upscale this, you could make the triangles larger, you could put a lot more um, negative space in it. But as an exercise of learning how to do this particular triangle, it's awesome. It's all improv. Um, Use a straight edge just for cutting a few things and the rest you just make a lot of decisions as you go along about how you want the pieces to go together. And this also serves as my quilt groups, um, Gwen Marston inspired project that I was doing this as a two for one deal. I love doing improv and this triangle method is very, very cool. So if you go to Nick's quilts from the attic Instagram page and his highlights, he shows you uh, in quick session how to do, cut these blocks and and have them go together smoothly so super fun with with that and quite honestly that's about the only piecing I did I did some handwork on my English paper piecing I'm working on the third row I have decided that I'm the slowest uh, hand sewer in the universe because <laughs> it's taking a very long time and I loaded a little tiny wall hanging on the long arm and finished it up. It's really sweet. It had like half inch hexes, the customer applique onto a background and they made flowers and I did tiny little swirls and flowers and 
You know, tiny quilts are not the easiest to work on, but this one turned out really well. So I'm going to load the next one, which is a larger wall hanging, and it's got some more modern feel to it. So I'm looking forward to quilting that this next week. So that really wraps up what I've been working on. So next month, March, we are doing um, Pat Sloan's Traffic Jam pattern as a sew along together on the My Creative Corner 3 Facebook page. Um, I'm, this month was art journal pages, and I think I'm the only one doing them. Um, <laughs> everyone wanted to know how to do jump starts on creativity, but art journaling didn't appeal to a lot of folks. So that's okay. So everyone decided that a sew along and scrap busting is what they wanted to do. So we're going to do that. And this is a wonderful quilt to use your Cricut on. And I am using my maker and cutting up a bunch of two and a half inch squares. And you can find her free pattern. I'll, uh, it's on my blog. It's definitely on the Facebook group. And, um, and I'll try to put it in the show notes. It's really a fun pattern. She writes really good patterns. And to be honest, she's got to be one of the nicest people in the universe from listening to her on her old podcast that she doesn't do anymore, but her lives and she really wants to educate people and she offers lots of free patterns and free sew alongs. And this was a scrap busting pattern that I think it would be super cute and it's different and has a real nice modern vibe if you want it to have that a little bit of negative space with all those little squares. It's really, really cute. So that's really what I've been working on. Got that cricket out and started cutting up my scraps. I'm going to go through and I'm going to have a controlled color scheme on mine. And I need to buy some background fabric and it's lots of little squares. It'll be great to get a nice bust going on some of these pieces that I've been hanging on to for a long time, but never could find the perfect project for. So feel free to join us. Um, we're gathering up our fabric now, and some people have jumped ahead just to try to test the pattern and cutting squares, and there's no rules to this, right? So we're going to spend the entire month of March working on that particular pattern. So we've gone for a few nature rides. We saw the big herd of elk again out in the wilderness. Um, I had a bull elk pose for me in the sunshine and I quick snapped a great photo. And we saw a hundred deer on that drive, uh, 30 or 40 turkeys, a couple partridges, lots of birds. Um, animals are doing very well because we have had snow, but it's not been a very cold, harsh winter. And one of these days, I'm hoping when we are out on a nature ride, um, maybe I'll see some other animals that we don't get to see too much. In the spring, we usually see a fox or a coyote. And in the summer, I'm really on this quest to see the northern lights. Um, it's just been way too cloudy for any winter northern lights up here. And we have a dark sky park about an hour north. And in the spring, I would like to go and see that again. The problem is hiking down to the beach in the dark because, you know, if it's a dark sky park, you can't have lights to light the path. And that's my only fear about that place is trying to, <laughs> to hike to the open space and uh, falling on my butt. And, um, you know, as you get older, you worry about falling and breaking a bone, right? <laughs> so those are some of my goals for our nature rides and our nature excursions this summer. 
I am planning a spring trip to Virginia to go visit the kids, um, the grandkids and my adult children and well, my daughter and her husband. And in a couple of weeks, we'll see our son. He lives in Michigan. And overall, you know, it's been a while since I've seen him, so it should be a great trip. But what I'm looking for is some interesting ideas to do because um, we'll, my daughter and her husband are taking a little trip, is some crafty ideas or things to do with their kindergartners and a three-year-old. And I don't do the traffic as well, so it's going to be some indoor activities maybe you know if the weather gets better we can get out and about a little bit but I'm thinking maybe teach them to hand sew maybe take plastic canvas um, maybe they're old enough to try to knit I don't know you have some ideas um, anyone work with their grandchildren on crafts they love rocks and stuff too so I may take some geodes to that you buy on the internet and crack them in half. That'll be about a five minute project, but it'll be super fun. <laughs> so looking for some interesting things. I'm scouring Pinterest. So if you see any good pins, send them my way or get, give me some good ideas in the show notes. Okay, so today I just want to say QuoteCon in Austin, Texas is underway. And it was not in the budget this year to go to Austin. And I have QuiltCon regret. I regret not going. Oh, I'm seeing the pictures. Um, the winner, I saw a picture of it. I would think that to judge it fully, it would be nice to see it in person. It looks like a very technically difficult piece with fabulous quilting. I'm still not a huge fan of words on quilts and all the need to put political quilts or statement quilts or things like that in shows, but that's okay for those who enjoy them. Um, I just don't, you know, words on quilts just don't appeal to me. It doesn't appeal to my heart, but I certainly have seen a few that would have been very cool to see up close and personal. And of course, I love the bright colors and solids and I saw a few that were very very cool so I'm very re much regretting not going and hopefully next year it is in Atlanta Georgia and that's my plan is to go next year it's really easy to get to from where I live because you can just jump on I-75 and drive there um February though is always a, just a crapshoot on if you can get out of town but that's why we usually drive. I mean, my friend last week went to a warm weather vacation and she burnt up, I don't know, three days of bad weather trying to get flights to the warm weather place. And that's always the problem between ice and rain and snow uh, up here and then driving into it. It's so we normally try to do driving trips. So this year, my husband he got to go with his friends on a very inexpensive trip to the Arnold in March. And that'll be cool for him. But I didn't really want to go. I don't mind watching Strongmen and all of these strength training stuffs on YouTube. But I'm not sure that I want to go spend four days at a athletic conference. That just doesn't appeal to me. And I don't want to stay in a little house, rented house and... I think it's in Columbus. It's by Ohio State anyway. So that's my thing. I'm going to have a weekend to myself in March and I'm hoping to get some things 
done like that traffic jam quilting do some quilting and I have got to get some binding um, done I've got to sew them on my quilts and practice the hard join at the beginning and the end uh, yeah I just I don't know why I put binding off I don't mind doing it it's just I procrastinate getting it done and I have to say that has been a theme for February. There's a couple things that I've been doing routinely and I found myself procrastinating on them. And, and then that makes you start thinking, well, maybe that isn't something I should be doing because I procrastinate. And one is YouTube. I did Vlogmas. I had a great amount of fun filming just vlog type things with my camera. And then I've done a couple of episodes in January and here we are in February and I've I found a way to do the audio podcast on YouTube but it's like I don't know it's I don't know if it's a creative block or if it's just I look at how um yeah tired and <laughs> and the lighting's bad and it's not professional it's a homegrown video right um we get so so uh, used to people having very high-end production. So anyway, I am re-evaluating how much um, vlog style, talking style, YouTube videos I want to do. And, um, and I found myself procrastinating on it. And like, well, maybe I just don't want to do it. Maybe I shouldn't do it. I, I don't know. It's one of those things that it comes and goes. I'm not, I don't feel the draw to it like um, audio. I really, really like podcasting. And I think that's where m most of my time is being spent and I enjoy it. I don't procrastinate on that. And um, binding, I, I sure do. In fact, I used to have a friend, um, the friend that recently passed away. She used to do a lot of my binding and she was very, very good at it. And I'll be honest, part of my procrastination is I'm out of practice on it and I need to start on some of the smaller quilts and quit procrastinating and uh, just do it, as Nike used to say in their commercials. So that's uh, procrastination. And when I look at that, I've, I have, you know, to be honest, there's been a lot more procrastination and I want to talk about it a little bit. It goes with the um, ebb and flow of creativity, I think. I, I haven't spent as much time doing things, some sewing and long arming. I've been procrastinating on that a little bit. Part of it is just body aches and part of it is just loading a quilt on the frame is not easy for me to do. It's kind of not fun and I've got three or four more um, customer quilts to do um, in this month and I'll get them done. And the other thing I've been procrastinating on is the t-shirt quilt. I've got it. It's that fear of making the first cut and fusing the t-shirt to the back because the glue stinks. I don't, I love the rest of it. It's just getting that first step. What else have I been procrastinating on? Um, doing exercises that I know are going to cause aches and pains in my knees and back and hip. So doing fast-paced walking, fast-paced cardio um, and strength training, I have procrastinated on for several months. I've done some intermittent walk at home, but man, it really makes my knees ache. But when I do regular walking, you know, inside, in hallways or shopping malls or um, other places, 
I don't get that pain. So I'm trying to build up my <laughs> strength with walking, but I've been procrastinating on the uh, cardio videos and, and doing that kind of formal exercise. Maybe the procrastination is more like a case of the Januaries with the low energy. Not that, you know, it's just the gray days and it was freezing cold. And just doing things is always, you know, twice as much effort to do. But now the sun has been out quite a few days and it's been sparkly and it's supposed to warm up to 40. And my chant is melt that snow melt that snow. We have sun until after six o'clock now. It was almost 6.30 before it was completely dark outside. And I'm just feeling more energy. My vitamin D level must be going up and I feel like I am not procrastinating as much. I have long arm to quilt, iron to quilt to get ready to put another one on the frame. And I've been looking at the quilts I need to bind and getting the ball rolling. So all of that led me to the conclusion that maybe it's not just procrastinating for because I'm avoiding it, but maybe I just needed a little break. You know, we ebb and flow in our creativity. I did Vlogmas and maybe that burnt up all of my video passion for a while. And maybe I'll get around to doing another vlog for the YouTube channel this weekend and and if I don't want to video my face, then maybe I won't. Maybe I'll do a time lapse or some other style uh, point of view uh, camera angle. You know, maybe I just needed to do some real walking out of my house and, and exercise that way. Sometimes we just things are seasonal for me. It comes and goes in waves of creativity and energy and I've decided this is a year for self-care. I need to take care of myself. So procrastinating was like, maybe that means I shouldn't do it. Or maybe that means I should force myself to do it. Well, I've come to the conclusion that it's probably somewhere in the middle. And I'm just slowly and steadily taking one step at a time. My walking is very slow and that's okay. I'm okay with it. I'm working on improving. I am slowing down and enjoying the Zen in my projects, taking my own uh, podcast advice, right? Just taking it one step at a time. I have truly been working on things 15 minutes at a time, except for President's Day. And I spent several hours putting that quilt top together for the triangle um, so long. And now this weekend, I'm just going to do some handwork, maybe cut out a few more squares on the Cricut. If I can, I'm going to load that quilt on the frame and I'm going to spend time, instead of having QuiltCon regret, I'm gonna participate in the hashtag QuiltCon from home. So the first uh, thing was introductions and I'm gonna see what kind of fun little hashtags the Modern Quilt Guild has to participate and, and lurk, especially to today and tomorrow on the internet and just enjoy the pictures that people share and you know, wave virtually to the folks that I know who are there and and just instead of being um, regretful over it, you know, just enjoy the opportunity to see the quilts, 
virtually. It's actually so magical, isn't it? I know uh, I was talking with uh, family yesterday. We were talking about the magic of technology. Like technology just makes like everything so magical. I mean, it wasn't all that long ago. And we finally have the capability where I work that I can be in one city. Someone can be 40 miles away in another city and we can look at a document on a shared site at the same time and I can edit it and we're looking at each other on the screens and talking in real time with no lags and we had a fantastic meeting that otherwise I would have had to drive an hour one way to get to spend the time at the meeting and drive home and then get really tired and aggravated where boom I'm at my desk the sun was streaming in it was freezing cold that day and it was a 40 mile an hour wind gust making it very difficult to see with all the snow but we were able to do that in an hour and a half I got the project done and I was pretty pretty excited about it so the future is now that's how I feel about it. It is here. It is now. We are able to do all of this stuff. And, and it just makes me just, just really excited because it wasn't all that long ago in my life where you couldn't hardly uh, call your people in your friends or family group who live far away. Remember long distance telephone charges and how expensive they were? <laughs> Maybe you don't, but I do. You know, and snail mail was the only way. I still like snail mail, but I just love the ability to be create you know connected and create with people over distances but yet still have my time to work on things on my own and i like that about quilting groups i've i've been on some committees and uh, collective sew-alongs and things like that where you can come together and chat and talk but then you have the ability to work on your project independently so totally totally loving technology and all the pluses of it so i want to wrap up the podcast this week on my other part where I, i've been thinking about a lot and cannot come up with conclusions yet is on the go be kind journal book that i'm still working my way through it has 28 and a half um chapters exercises journals to help you in your your uh, quest for being kind to other people and it's it's not just random acts of kindness it's more about connecting with others at a heart-to-heart -heart level and sharing our humanity and being able to um, just have this real tight connection with somebody for a period of time and be helped or help someone so the thing is I'm kind of struggling on my own personal definition of what is kindness that's the first chapter in the book and I'm just finding that the more I think about it the more I can't really figure out what it is yeah what is kindness it's hard to put in words it's hard to describe it's more than being nice and polite and niceties and it's talking about how as you do these adventures, you will get happier, you will connect with people, and you'll be able to share your story, they'll share their story with you. Um, but this, what does kindness mean to you is, oh man, it's one of the first adventures and it's super hard. Um, the adventures 
are some of them are challenges are not that easy and I'm still stuck at the beginning so I think I'm going to follow his advice and just kind of slowly read through the book and then try to figure out what kindness means to me and then start chipping away slowly at the um, adventures they call it um, I'm not going to give too much away of the book because that would be um, rude for the author but it's really a thinking book and I thought it was kind of um, almost childlike and super simple till I really really started digging into what it means to be kind so anyway Leon Logothetis and what's cute is I just noticed on the first page because um, one of my friends did this yesterday it says he wrote the book it says him and and there's a blank and you're supposed to write your name in the blank because you're doing the interactive exercises so it's really an interactive book so that's where I maybe that's part of this whole procrastination thing too is I'm thinking too much about what it means to be kind and some of the other adventures are things that you can't do one day at a time you just kind of have to do them as you go along and one of the adventures is um, talking to children so I'm going to do that when I see the grandkids I, I don't see children where I can have free conversations like this very much and um, so it'll be interesting it'll be very very interesting so anyway that will wrap the podcast for this week and I'm going to go and stalk all of the people on Instagram who are posting from QuiltCon and don't forget that you can buy Zen and the Art of Creativity you can buy it on the Etsy shop or directly from my link on the podcast I would absolutely love to hear from you. You can leave a review wherever you're listening to your podcast. And I have a new way of leaving a audio comment. And you dial this phone number and you can leave me a voice comment. And I may feature that in a future podcast. I had no new voice. Uh, voice comments this week, uh, but the number 231-577-6681. And you can leave a long or short voicemail, a video comment, video audio comment. And it's super fun to hear people. It's fun to read, but it's also fun to hear what people sound like. Um, because sometimes you know how you picture in your head what certain commenters and podcast listeners look like and sound like, and then you really hear it. And it sometimes is just brings it that much more together and personal. So the number is 231-577-6681. As always, you can leave uh, comments on the show notes and you can help me a lot by sharing this podcast with your friends and helping people understand what podcasts are if they don't know. Um, I really, really am looking forward to reading your comments and hearing from you. And I haven't seen any reviews come up on the um, app catcher that tells me about a review. But if you did leave a review um, and you don't think I've seen it, Send me an email at vholloway, H-O-L-L-O-W-A-Y at gmail.com. Sometimes people like to leave more 
personal notes. So what can you look forward to? Um, I have been interviewed by Stephanie at Make and Decorate, and I will be on her podcast being interviewed at the beginning part of March. And so a shout out to Stephanie. I've been listening to her podcast now pretty much since she started. Um, and the one that I saw listened to recently that was super cool is that she had a guest on there. And she does a YouTube channel called Migrate Challenge. The guest is funny and great. She likes to do her version of the fly lady system and organizing her home and her videos are very real. And I loved that particular podcast and interview with the the youtuber migrate challenge and I totally can't remember her first name so go check out Stephanie's podcast she does a chatty podcast every once in a while and then she interviews people also if you enjoy an interview style and hers are a little bit longer than mine and so you might need to listen to it in a couple of sittings or maybe you really like long podcasts and you can just pop that in and have it as a perfect backdrop to your sewing, making, and creating. So Stephanie at Make and Decorate the podcast. Everyone have a most wonderful week. Be creative and quilt on, everyone. <laughs>